Welcome to Sustainability is My Kink podcast. Each week, we dive into different topics surrounding longevity and happiness. We'll discuss research and statistics on how to create a sustainable and well-rounded life with me, your host, Dasha. Each week, I'll have a special guest co-host, depending on the topic. Please follow us on Instagram at sustainabilityismykinkpod and on Patreon if you would like to participate in a donation to get us up and running. And check out our website and blog at www sustainabilitykink.com. Hope you enjoy. All right. So we're back. We're going to do some mini episodes. I have Ariel from Go Green Save Green, and we are going to do some fast facts about straws. I know I've already done two episodes about plastic, but I feel like unless the plastic start like situation starts getting better, there's still plenty to talk about. And I think with these new mini apps that we're going to do, my main goal is just to provide information. And if you want to take that and run with it and just make little changes here um, and there, like throughout your daily life, then this podcast is a success. Again, I'm learning alongside my listeners. I think that it's just kind of important we know little things change little things and then overall it's going to amount to a huge difference um hey ariel um how are you doing how's la life i am good la life is hot it's hot how is like quarantine stuff for you I'm not going crazy. I feel like I'm actually busier than I was pre-quarantine because I'm like, wow, I have the time to do the things that I want to do. So I've done a revamp of my page, dove into my art, got into an art. doing plant stuff. Yes. And I have like over 25 plants now. So that is amazing. 25 plants is amazing. We were just talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but um, I can't seem to keep any of my plants alive. Well, that's not true. I've kept four of them alive. But I started out with like 10. <laughs> I'm like, like my apartment is the place where plants go to die. I don't know what's happening. I have definitely killed a few plants if it makes you feel better. I haven't kept all plants alive. Right now they're all doing good. But in the past, I've killed my fair share. I wanted to ask you, I know you mentioned like humidity and stuff, but like it's really dry up here. And I've read, I don't know if you have any opinions on this, but like I've read that if you have a really dry home to just put like a glass of water next to your plant and that way, like it'll increase the humidity in your house. I don't know if there's like, I don't know if you've heard of that or whatever. I've heard that one of the things you can do is like you get like a shallow, flat, like long container. So mm-hmm. something like a plate, but like with, I don't know, edges, you can get them online. Yeah. And then you put a bunch of rocks and pebbles in it. And then mm. you just fill the bottom with pebbles. It looks really pretty. And then you put water on it. And then like the water evaporates from the rocks and keeps it humid. That's amazing. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, I need to do that. Plus I think it'd like look better than just like having cups of water throughout my house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I love that. Um, so, I... You can also spray your plant plants. They have, like, <sighs> That's what I need to do. Exactly. Them. Yeah, I really need to do that. Um, like, little misters and stuff. Plus, I run the fireplace in my house, so I feel like it sucks away all... The even humidity. now? Yeah, even now. 
<laughs> I'm obsessed. Even when I was living in LA, I was like running my fireplace like crazy. I'm a I'm a fireplace person. I just I'm obsessed. That's crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like it's kind of wasteful. I feel like maybe I should do a mini up on like fireplaces and teach myself about like how much energy I'm using. Cause I, I will keep my like screen door completely open and still run my fireplace just cause like, I like the cozy feeling of it. So talk about waste, but anyway. Um, okay. So we're going to talk about straws. Um, there are so many like infographs and different things that I came across. I mean, it's just like endless, like, stuff about plastic straws. So according to National Geographic, 500 million straws are used every single day in the U.S. alone, um, which uh, puts it at about 8.3 billion um, that actually pollute like beaches and like the water. Yeah, that's um, that's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot. It's somehow still a drop in the bucket, but that's still impactful. I know it is. Actually, you're totally right about drop in the bucket because like another statistic that I read, um, I didn't put it in our notes, but basically like straws only actually are like 2% of like all plastic pollution or something crazy like that. I think it's 0.2. Yeah. 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 It's like crazy small but like still 500 million straws like every day I mean that just shows you like how much actual plastic pollution there is it's insanity yeah yeah um yeah that it's weird how you think about like that your straws actually people are like giving up straws isn't that big of a deal and it's crazy because like we made it such a huge deal but it's actually such a tiny little thing I mean it's still something it's not like, yeah. like it, it's like it's like the gateway into environmentalism, I think. Like, I totally. was straws for piquing people's interest, but definitely straws are, like, square one, not, like, the end game. <laughs> right, totally. And I feel like if, like, because we've been making it such a big deal, I think that there's actually been a lot of improvement. Like, restaurants, like, in Seattle, I think there's a, plas- like, plastic straw ban. So it's pretty rare nowadays when I go out, it's usually like just the fast food places that still have it, but like, you know, bars and stuff like that, they're using paper straws, which kind of makes me be like, okay, like, okay, this is like the step in the right direction, you know? Yeah. All right. Number two, every single straw ever made still exists even in, uh, as microplastic to this day. Yeah. Yeah. So straws don't disappear. Um, at least the plastic ones, they just break down into smaller and smaller pieces. They don't all end up, up turtles noses. Like they, they break down as well and they end up, you know, all over the place. They end up in rivers, they end up in the wildlife, they end up in landfills on the street, like anywhere, anywhere something can go like little micro pieces of plastic go there. Yeah. They even it, found, it wasn't a straw. I think it was, like, a, what looked like a chip bag. But they found, like, a chip bag at, like, the bottom of the ocean. Like, we're talking mm-hmm. about, like, like past bikini bottom. Like, when Spongebob <laughs> went to the very, very bottom and everyone had that accent. Like, yeah. That's um, rock were. bottom, was it? Yeah. Rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that episode. They found plastic. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And, like, now they're saying that, like, every or not like every fish, but like most marine animals that are like pulled from the sea, even if they're like deep sea animals, they have like plastics in their stomach, which like is super sad and gross. And they don't know the difference. Like they can't, you know, differentiate, but yeah, it's pretty bad. 
Um, according to World Watch Institute, plastic requires more oil and gas extraction to power plastic production. So I think like if we're talking about um, like, yeah, maybe straws aren't like such a big part of the whole overall thing. It's just another contributing like factor to how much energy actually goes into creating the plastic in the first place. So for like pulling back and looking at that, it's still you know, a part of like that whole industry that yeah, it's called the life cycle. So it's not just, you know, the straw itself, like the straw had to be made. Right. So like mm-hmm. the process of like extracting the oil, cause all plastics made out of oil. So like the process of like extracting oil and then having to make molds and then the energy to run the plant and right. then like the water that they use. So it's like all those things that go into like a single straw and then the packaging and the transportation and like, yeah, yeah, it really does add up. And it's like, yeah, and it's just, like, another, like, puzzle piece to the whole, like, incorrect mm-hmm. industry. And, like, if we start taking off these little puzzle pieces, eventually, like, the whole thing will crumble, I think. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, plastic straws take uh, over 200 years to decompose, which is crazy because they're definitely not essential. Uh, yeah. I actually work in my day job uh, with people with disabilities, and so, like, for some of them, they need straws Mm -hmm. but it also made me reflect and be like okay these people have like physical disabilities that they can't drink out of a cup so like if I'm okay drinking regular like why would I you know these people don't have a choice I do have the choice and so like if it's not essential for me like why you know I think there's definitely people try to make like blanket solutions and I think that's a problem because for every decision that I can choose to make, straws, electric, I don't have an electric car, but like straws, electric yeah. cars, putting solar panels, like for every decision you can make, there's so many more people out there who like can't make that decision. Mm-hmm. So I always feel like we got to make the decisions that we can because there's somebody out there who can't make it. So totally. We do it, yeah. On their behalf. That's a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. And it's just like, it's not even considered like I'm, so I'm back to work. Um, and because of like COVID stuff, we are using so many more barriers and every single barrier is plastic. And it like kills me because you know what I mean? It's just like, in these kinds of circumstances, it's like almost unavoidable. There aren't any alternatives to like that kind of you know, uh-huh. like barrier system or whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm over here, like not accepting plastic straws. But then like when I go to work, I'm using like pounds of plastic to like barrier the chair and all that stuff because it's like required. So there's a lot of like, I don't know. There's just, there's like so many angles. There's so many things. I feel like, like you said, if I, in my personal life, at least have the choice, I should be taking it seriously and at least making up for some of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, among the top 10 items found on beaches and in oceans, um, are plastic straws. And then that leads to about a hundred thousand, um, annual deaths of like marine life, which was one statistic that I saw. So yeah, same thing. Basically do we it are for the animals, all the do it for the animals crowds. Like, yeah, yeah. The animals for sure. Um, So let's just go over um, these like quick little alternatives. I feel like um, just making a pledge to yourself. Like I 
no longer buy water bottles, like plastic water bottles. This Uh is like a pledge that I made when I first started the podcast and did my first two episodes on plastics. Um, Just making a pledge to yourself. And like, am I always following that? No, but I could probably tell you that I haven't bought like more than 10 water bottles in the last like nine months. So that's like a big thing. You know what I mean? Because before who the hell knows how many water bottles I would buy. So like make a pledge to yourself, be gentle with yourself. If you feel like, you know, once in a while you slip up or, you know, you're just too tired or whatever, like be gentle with yourself. You don't have to like kill yourself over it. But if you just have that mentality, next time you go through a drive-through, just say no thank you to a plastic straw, you know? Yeah. Another thing you can do too is like, obviously there's a lot of people ordering in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When it asks for the notes, like if you post make Grubhub, whatever, um, when, you know, it says like any extra notes, you can write like no added utensils, please. Like no straws. Right. Cause if you're eating at home, there's really no reason why you even need like those plastic utensils. They're just going to go yeah. straight to the trash. And I mean, like if you're, if you don't want to use the cup that they provide you, you can always use your own cup that you know is clean, you know, like. Yeah, no, it's totally true. Um, and that saves so much. And I feel like a lot of restaurants will just put it in just because like they're trying to provide you with like a way to eat your food or whatever. They don't want to get like a bad review for, you know, like. They don't know where you're going. But if you yeah. just say like, hey, I'm at home, I don't need it, you know. That- right, totally. And that was like, that's another point like down uh, a little bit later in the notes, but I'll just talk about it now. Um, reward restaurants that have these options. Like review them and tell them like thank you for meeting my expectation of restaurants nowadays like thank you for having an alternative to plastic straws or thank you for having the option to not include utensils you know or like whatever and like review that and let other people see that this is the new expectation and this is what like the new standard is I feel like people look at reviews sometimes and they're like oh wow like this person like really said something about like you know having like no plastic or whatever like that's cool now like I'll do it and like you know yeah um yeah so one thing you can do to help yourself with that is buy alternatives and stash them in different places so you're always prepared bottom line if you have to sip out of a straw then it's not the end of the world one thing that I like to do is um which I'm not always 100% perfect at it but I do try is I have this, like, little, tiny little tote bag. I don't know. It's probably, like, the size... I don't know. The tote bag's probably, like, the size of your forearm. Like, it's a baby one. Yeah. And what I do is I created, like, a to-go zero-waste kit. So, basically, in that bag, I had, like, um, well, another bag, like, a grocery bag, like, a a non-plastic one. So, that way, it's, like, if I did have to stop by the store or something kind of unexpectedly, like, I already had a bag. Then I would also put my straws in there. And it's like, oh, okay, if I, like, had to stop by somewhere, grab a drink or something, mm-hmm. I have my own straw. You know, you have, like, a little utensil set. And on the utensil set thing, it's cute to get, like, the ones that you see online, like, little online, like, sets. But, like, honestly, you can also get away with, like, taking a set from your house and, like, yeah. you know, making a little pouch for them or whatever or using something to store them in. Like, it doesn't always have to be aesthetic. Right, Um, totally. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that comes to mind, like, I was just at the store the other day and I bought, um, here, I'll show you. I bought these straws. Uh Uh-huh. And this is actually my first set of um, alternative straws. I've just been not accepting straws and just, like, sipping from the top of my drinks. But 
I'm pretty excited about those. Um, but the like the one thing that really comes to mind that's super easy to shop for um, or at is like the package free shop, which you introduced mm-hmm. me to. Yeah, super easy. They're all like zero waste. Yeah. Very, very easy to get your essentials that you can like stash in different places. So you're always prepared. Exactly. And if you're like on a budget and you're like, oh my God, I can't because package free can be kind of expensive. So mm-hmm. if you're like, shit, I can't shop there. Then one thing you can do is like, you can just look at basically her examples and be like, okay, this is how I like make my own. Yeah, and, totally. You know, and there's like, and there's so many alternatives. So like, um, and these are in the notes, like papaya leaf stems. And then like, there's bamboo, there's stainless steel, there's biodegradable plastic, there's glass. Um oh. There's I love agave. the ones. Yeah, the glass ones are so cool. I mean, no, I definitely pasta. would break them. The noodle ones? Oh, yeah, the pasta ones. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah, dry noodles. There's paper. There's, like, seaweed. There's metal. I mean, like, the list goes on and on. It, it's, like, incredible what people are able to make, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's definitely all kinds of, you know, extras. And if if people start, like rejecting them and stuff restaurants will take notice and you know it doesn't become worth it in the restaurants like best economic interest to continue to buy plastic straws if people keep rejecting them so you might not be like the only one but it's a collective effort right so I always say like individuals collectively make change you you're one like no I don't need a straw might not like be enough to tip the scales but if everybody starts doing it and you're a part of that everybody then you know good things can happen yeah, exactly. And then, like, don't be afraid to tell your friends. I, I like, call my friends out all the time. My my two, like, best oh, friends that it. live in Philly, I'm always, like, like, if I see a paper straw, I'm, like, guys, I'm so proud of you. Like, that's amazing. And before the podcast and stuff, I feel like a lot of my personal friends, like, my personal circle was not on that. And then once oh, I started the podcast, people, like, really pulled their shit together because they knew I would call them out, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, and then that grows into another thing. Like my, like two friends in Philly, they started doing that. They got their like partners into it. And then those partners got their friends into it. It's like such a like thing where it's like word of mouth. Um, and now I feel like it's kind of shocking if I honestly see like a plastic straw anymore. I, I went to Taco Bell like last week or something and they saw plastic straws and I was kind of like appalled. I was like, this is so weird. This is, like, the new not normal, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, my family, for sure, they were kind of like, what are you doing? But then, like, I remember I told my mom, I was like, I have 10,000 followers on Instagram. And she was like, what? And she was like, people, like, they're really listening to you. And then, like, I remember for one Mother's Day, I just gave her, because I knew she wasn't going to do it herself. So I think I dropped, like, 150 bucks, and I just, like, gave her, like, all these cleaning supplies. I just gave her all these alternatives. I was like, look, here is like the ultimate starter pack. Okay. I bought everything for you. Like I made it so easy. All you have to do is use it. And now you've tried it and you can commit to continuing to like use that stuff. And now she's like all into it. And she even like composts and stuff. It's so, it's so fun. Like, yeah, (laughs) I love that. Oh my God. Same thing with my mom. My mom is like such a like old school person when it comes to like environmentalism I don't know about that and like the other day she was like dropping off groceries for me and um she brought them in a paper bag and I was like this is I was like this is so weird you never bring stuff in paper and she's like well I know how you feel about plastic bags and I was like oh my (laughs) god 
oh my god like is someone actually listening this yeah, is crazy you gotta break your parents down like don't yeah. feel, I feel like everybody's gotta know everybody has to know like your parents are not the only ones like everybody across the board struggles with like getting their parents yeah to be better yeah this is exactly. story I've heard over and over again so don't right. feel bad if you're one of these people and I feel like if our parents could change, then, like, people that are our age, it's, like, they are actually listening and they're not opposed to changing. So that's why I think that's, like, the thing about talking about it. Like, just talk about it. Make your position known amongst your friends and your family. And, like, the more you say it, the like, they're going to wear down a little bit at a time. And then eventually they'll be like, oh, my God, what was I even doing? This is this is the new normal. So, yeah. Okay, well, I think um, – I think that wraps up this episode. Um, I I was just telling you I want to do more uh, like stuff that isn't necessarily about environmentalism in the next couple weeks, maybe or like every other episode. Um, so stay tuned for something juicy and fun for the next one. Um, and then Ariel's going to take over Instagram like sometime next week. So. That'll be fun. If anybody wants to hear anything special or wants to learn anything, just send us a message. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a nice day. (laughs) Thanks, Ariel. Yeah.